we're back with another episode of Hitting the Gap Podcast. Sitting here with Jeff Benedict once again. And before we get into sports talk, Jeff, can we just say how unbelievable the weather's been the past few days? Dude, it's, it's as a fat guy, I, I <laughs> love every second of this. I mean, day. we're in Georgia, and I know last I was living in the Midwest last um, September, but I know that y'all hit like 90-something days of 90-degree weather well into September. No, oh no, 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 no! I went back and looked. Right, last year in in September alone, we had twenty three days where the temperature hit ninety one or above. We were the last two weeks of September and the first week of October were in the mid nineties. I went back and looked. That's nuts. Yeah, because I felt like a pig roasting in butter <laughs> up until. But it was weird because you had like that Friday, which was like October fourth or something last yeah. year. It was ninety three, and then that Saturday it was seventy eight, and we never looked back. Yeah, I mean, we're in Georgia, so, you know, the extended forecast doesn't show anything in the 80s or or above going forward, but it could go high. All I know is is in the Midwest, I was living in Iowa, it snowed. We have three inches, three or four inches of snow on Halloween last year. Wow. So, you know, hopefully I I brought the weather down with me. Hopefully, just not the snow, dude. Not the snow? No, I'm not a fan The snow was fine up there because it didn't shut everything down. You know, they're prepared for it. Well, yeah, yeah. Not done here. We're not. No, no you're not going to spend that kind of money on equipment that you only use maybe once a year. So, but anyway, Snow we digress. Down here means different things. <laughs> exactly. It shuts everything <laughs> down. So, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, we're going to get into the Big Ten return, SEC starting back up this week as well. We're going to get into the rankings. We're getting into uniforms a little later. And then also talk about game day. Uh, they're covering Miami for the second straight week in a row, and we're going to talk about kind of what that means. But let's start with uh, with the rankings. Me okay. and Jeff were talking about this a little off air beforehand. He's very adamant, and I, f- I feel the opposite, so this should be a good conversation. Uh, the coaches' poll has added back the Big Ten teams. Now, they did not put them back as high as they were in the preseason. I think Ohio State was number 10 when they were number 2 before okay, right. the season started. Right. Um, but the AP poll did not add them back. And you say... that They shouldn't be added back in. They absolutely should not be. Have they have they played a game yet? No. Ah, and I like where you're going to go with this one, though, right? Well, I was going to say is that the SEC has been they're two weeks behind, and they, they are. have and they have not moved down at all. Alabama is still sitting at two. So, yes. how do you explain that? So, has the SEC at any point in time said that they were not going to play? No, they have not. Right. So the entire the SEC, the Big Twelve, and the ACC have said all along we're playing. Now, there have been a couple teams like Virginia Tech who, who is, like, trying to ruin this for everybody. Uh, but by and large, everybody in those three conferences have the, – the the thought of not playing has never been entered into the discussion, right? So the fact that, that they haven't played for two weeks doesn't bother me because at no point in time have they, Greg Sankey or anybody else in, in the SEC come out and said, we're not going to play. Whereas with the Big Ten, yeah, I get it. Like, Nebraska and Ohio State were very much we're going to play. But everybody else has been very quiet and very hush-hush about this. If it hadn't been for Ohio State and Nebraska, players and parents and coaches, I don't know that the Big Ten would be playing, to be honest with you. So I have zero I have zero problem with them not being ranked in the AP poll, and I have all of the problems with them being in the coaches' poll. Now, I, I see your points. I do. Because I'm fine with them dropping out like they did. They should not have been in the top 25 no. once they decided not to play. But now that they're back, when you have conferences like the SEC who is two weeks behind – they haven't moved in the rankings. I'm fine with the Big Ten being put back in because they are part of the conference. They were, you know, Ohio State is one of the best probably four or five teams in the country. So if they are playing, then they deserve to be back in the rankings. If they are playing. We don't know that they're playing yet. They're still five weeks away from kickoff. That's a good point. And they have also said that the goal is to play 
but they've also said that if things change, that they they reserve the right to cancel the season again, right? So again, for me, the SEC has never said we're not playing. Matter of fact, they have been like, "Get over yourselves, you know, put your diapers on, we're gonna go play." Whereas the Big Ten still like, you don't feel like maybe it's because I'm not a Kevin Warren fan, right? Like the dude's <laughs> I'm not the biggest fucking clown on the planet. Uh, maybe it's because I don't trust him, and I don't trust the presidents. I don't trust the chancellors up in the Big Ten. But to me, I, I don't know that they play until they actually kick off. Now, the weekend they kick off, cool. Put them all back in if they deserve it. Like, matter of fact, put them 1 through 15. I don't give a damn. Yeah. But to me, I, I need to wait and see because they have said all along, we're not playing, we're not playing. Oh, shit, everybody else is playing. We're going to go play again, but we're going to reserve the right to cancel it if we need to. Like, And that was the asterisk that they put by it. So yeah. until they kick off, for me, keep them out. No, and I, I do see that point. You know, we are – almost about a month away before they decide, you know, before they have their first game. So I guess it goes, my next point is, you know, when we get close and we get to yep. the, the weekend of kickoff or the weekend after kickoff, sure. you know, right now the coaches poll has Minnesota at 22. Let's say Minnesota, row, row, row your boat. I think Michigan, I think Michigan plays Minnesota to start the season. So let's uh-huh. say Michigan wins. Yep. Does Minnesota who the coaches poll right now has at 22, do they still sneak into the top 25? I, it's fucking Minnesota. <laughs> like they're, they're not going to compete for a national title. I agree. Like I just I, you can to me you can rank whoever you want outside the top five. Like I just I really I honestly don't care because at that point you're fighting to go play in the who blue who dot com bowl. And they're not even doing those this year. Right. So. Right. They're not doing any. I don't bowl think they're games? doing bowls this year. Wait, what? That's why uh, me and a buddy were talking and he said he saw that they weren't doing bowls. I have to do some more research, but I was. Uh... That was my assumption. Uh, you need to find new friends first and foremost. Uh, <laughs> shout out to your friend, though, because um, I'm sure they probably listen. I don't remember seeing that at all, that they were going to cancel it any It wouldn't of those surprise things. me, you know, if with everything going on. I don't know. I don't know. So there have been, I mean, there have been some name changes, but, like, even CBS just put out their bowl projections for 2020, like, three weeks ago. So, and at that point, people were still playing. So, I, I don't see anything where anybody's canceled. I, Because of the amount of money that's involved in these things, there's yeah. zero chance that they cancel these unless they absolutely have to. Yeah, and I mean, it's definitely going to be up in the air probably till I would say, December until we actually know exactly what's going to happen because, you know, like we were saying, the Big Ten might not even play. If, if things happen, you know, things could cancel easily. So, two months ago, the Red Box Bowl canceled. Okay. Uh, it had been held for 18 straight years. Uh, it was held between the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and maybe that's why, because it's the Big Ten Bowl. Um, <laughs> it was held out there at Levi Stadium. No, I'm not saying that to be funny. No, but like, no, no, I know. Because you probably hang around with a bunch of Big Ten buttholes, and so, like, I get it. You guys lose one bowl game, which, it, you know, maybe that's the one Minnesota's going to go play in. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I kid, you know that. Yes. Uh, but, no, they canceled the Red Box Bowl, but other than that, I don't see anything where anybody's canceled anything. Okay, well, then my sources were, were incorrect. Sources. <laughs> oh, yeah, source friend. Um, but no, I mean, I, I get your point and you know, there are only maybe three teams from each conference who legitimately have a shot at competing for, you know, yeah. the college football playoff, but also, you know, we can go to Ohio state, you know, they're not in the top 25 right now. If they win week one, do they gradually move back up into the rankings or do they put them back in the top five? Oh no, dude, that'll be like a NASA spaceship. That thing's going to rocket all the way back up <laughs> into the top three. Yeah, no, I think I, th- so. I think the AP is just way. And, and, and at the end of the day, like we can have these discussions and it's fine. It's what yeah. we do. Right. But at the end of the day, the coaches poll and the AP poll means nothing, right? Because it's the college football playoff poll that matters the most. And the first one of those will come out 
um, early November, I think, late October. I think they've kind of moved it around. Uh, but, like, until they decide who, like, I mean, realistically, whether they rocket up the coaches' poll, I mean, quite honestly, they could be number one at AP in the coach, and then the college football playoff puts theirs out, and they're number five, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that will happen, but, no. like, these, I mean, right now, it's just, it's talking points. It's all moot at the end of the day. It is, and, you know, that's, that's what we're here for. And you, but it's you know, fun. It's great fodder. Exactly. And, you know, since the coaches' poll, not the coaches' poll, but since the, the college football playoff poll started coming out, like, people don't really take the AP no. poll as serious anymore. It's kind of like, okay, well, it's fun to have, you know, r- the ranked matchups early in the season, but come week eight, it's out the window. But you know why people have never really taken the AP poll seriously? And this is a really great example of that is this week, right? Last week, Clemson got all 62 votes. Yeah. This week, they had 61. So beating beating Citadel 49 nothing, right, wasn't good enough for some jackass in Florida. He gave Alabama the vote. Well, it's because Citadel covered. <laughs> you know what? Let me get for all of you betting degenerates out there. Let me help you out with this. Don't ever bet on Clemson. They don't fucking cover. Never have, never will. Like that's a really sore spot with me because one yeah. of my good, good close friends, man. He's I, I can't even call him a gambling addict because he's really good at it. Yeah. I mean, last year I'm not going to tell you how much money he made, but it was five figures, right? And it infuriates me that he has a Clemson degree and he bets on Clemson. You never bet on your team. You ever. Never. never. That's, like a, that's like the unwritten rule number one. I almost whooped his ass two years ago in the national title because he came into my house where we watched the game together, and this fool had the audacity to tell me that he bet on the game. I almost whooped his ass. No, you don't do that. No, you don't. It was funny, though, because the score was 49 nothing at halftime, wasn't it? Or it was. Okay. so It was, it was basically 49 nothing halfway through the second quarter, and they benched everybody. Yes. So on top of that – they were they offered Citadel to have a running clock. They did, and they declined. Yes, so like it literally lined up for everybody who bet on Clemson to cover for them to win the bet. Sure, and didn't score a second nope, point. They didn't. So it's it's hilarious. So yeah, but no, back to the point of the AP poll being taken seriously. Agreed. I mean, the votes they they flip flop all the time. You never know. No, there's no consistency to who None. they vote for and where the votes go. And you know what? I'm also tired of, and it's not just the AP, right? But when you have all of these 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 press polls or all of these awards, like you know, what, I don't care what sport it is MVP, like none of these people ever like justify why they they voted for something, right? No. I remember this was 20 years ago, and Stephen A. Smith when he was still covering uh, the 76ers uh, for the Philadelphia Inquirer, uh, Shaquille O'Neal was the MVP. He had gotten all but one vote. The one vote was from Stephen A., who gave it to Allen Iverson. And he said, and he justified it by saying, take Allen Iverson off of this 76ers team, and they win three games. Take Shaq off the Lakers, and they still get to the playoffs. Like, Shaq's not the most valuable player. Allen Iverson. So I appreciate that. Like yeah. he was willing to justify his exactly. vote. Exactly. But most of these people just hide behind their vote and they never tell you why they voted a certain way. So I'm just, yeah, no, you can keep it. Yeah. And it goes, you know, we can break off a little bit to other sports. I mean, Ken Griffey not being a unanimous hall of famer. It's fucking insane. ridiculous. Um, you know, LeBron made a good point when they asked him about this year's MVP. And he said back in 2012, he stopped taking the voting seriously because he had the chance to win you know, defensive player of the year as yep. well as MVP. They voted Paul Gasol defensive player of the year, but he made second team all NBA defense. Right. So yeah, I mean the voting is very it's 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 always stupid. It is. So I mean when you when you get the media and, and the coaches involved, I mean right. there's a lot of bias involved. Of course. There, you know, people want to act like there's not, but there is. Oh, there's there is. a ton of bias involved. We all have innate biases. All of us. 
And, and we can all sit here and say that, you know, we don't, we don't see this. We don't see that. We don't. Yeah, we do. Like you may not be something you recognize, but there's bias embedded in all of us. Yeah. Everybody has it. So, I mean, like I hate people. Like it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I so, okay. So you think, you think that if, you know, we get to October, you know, Ohio state plays week one, whoever they're playing against, you know, they win, they're back in the top five. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, because they play Nebraska to start. So Ohio State and Nebraska kick off week one for, for the Big Ten. So, yeah, if they come out and beat Nebraska, and by the way, I think Kevin Warren and his casual crew did that on purpose. Um, I, they absolutely are back in the top three. I wouldn't even say top five. They'll back in, be in the top three. I can agree with that. Uh, an interesting thing, you know, we're talking about only a handful of teams making the playoff. Teams like North Carolina probably don't have a shot. They're not playing this weekend because they couldn't get a team scheduled. Right. So they're only playing. They're playing one less game than everybody else. You know, for them, I'm sure it's frustrating because they want to have a shot at making sure. it. But in in the grand scheme of it, does it really impact the season? Them not playing this weekend? No, it doesn't. And you know, Clemson is off this weekend as well, but that was scheduled. I, I just don't. I I don't think that voters are going to hold whether somebody plays. I mean, especially since you have Big Ten teams who are only playing eight games. I don't think you'll see them hold it against everybody. I think what you may end up seeing is be to, to make it fair to the Big Ten teams. They may go, okay, we'll take your top eight games and base you ranked upon like how you played in those games. Right? Like I can see them doing something like that or trying to justify that way so that everybody's on the same playing field. All right, here's your top eight opponents. Here's how you fared. Here's what happened. Right? Like, I, and I think that can change a lot of things. Uh, so I, there, but you know, to your point, and you've said this a few times, there's a lot of unknown variables that are going to take place that right now we're just speculating on, which I think is the fun part of this. Oh, yeah. uh, because at the end of the day, it, you know, people are going to get in their feelings and feel like they know everything. And then the committee or the AP or whoever is going to come out and say, no, stupid. Here's how we're actually doing this. And then we're all going to go <gasps> like that, that, <laughs> that meme where the guy's like jaw drops to the floor, right? Like that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be like. Yeah. I mean, this is everything this season, every single aspect is uncharted waters. Oh, everything. absolutely. And, no you know, question. and now you've got, you've got the, uh, the PAC 12, they're trying to come back after the big 10 sent their vote out, you know, they're like, Hey, we're playing right now. The PAC 12 is like, Oh, well actually we want to play. Right. And right. you know, the, the, the PAC 12 commissioner was talking on ESPN the other day and you know, he was asked or, you know, being behind the eight ball. And if they thought that they had a shot to get in the playoff, if they could get a season together and you know, they're looking at, you know, end of October, maybe November before they could even get a season in. Right. If they play six games. Which is nonsense, by the way. Does a team like Oregon have a chance to make it? No, they don't. They don't. I'm sorry, but when you're – to me, and for the sake of argument, eight games should be the minimum. Agreed. I I mean, because at the end of the day, when you look at what people are judged by, most year in, year out, it's usually about eight games that they're judged by because that's that's the number of conference games that everybody plays anyway. Mm -hmm. So, and then when you fill your schedule with the Georgia States or the Lafayettes or the Louisianas or the West, you know, the, 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 you know, West, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like any, the, the East, the, the the directional Michigan schools, right? Like at the end of the day, every conference, yes, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the New Jersey Institute of Technology, um, (laughs) (laughs) class of February, um, you know, when when you're playing all of these, those games, like they don't matter. So they're judging you based on eight games anyway. So I, I would almost go back and say eight games is the minimum because that's that's what you play basically every year. Yeah. Real quick, I'm going to go off topic here. One day I want to make a bracket for colleges, like online colleges right. and stuff, and their team, if they had teams, who would win? Like ITT Tech, DeVry University, okay, University of Phoenix. Tech, man. They went out of business. Oh, dang, man. 
Yeah. I wonder why I haven't seen the commercials lately. Yeah, University of Phoenix <laughs> would be one. But, where, okay, so, like, if you're going to do that, where does, like, uh, uh, was it University of New Hampshire or what? New Hampshire yes. Southern. Yes. Southern New Hampshire, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Southern New Hampshire. Because uh, they're technically online, right? But mm-hmm. they're also not. Yeah. So they actually have a huge campus in New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, and was there a Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon University? I think there are another one that got a real big campus, but yeah. So actually, uh, GCU is, is Grand Canyon University is actually in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Okay. So my cousin and his wife live about three minutes from there. They've got about 60,000 people on campus and they have like another 80,000 online. It's gigantic. Uh, at one point they were the only division one athletic program that was a for-profit. They've since gone back non-profit. Uh, but they're a private school, so they still charge you like sixty thousand dollars a year. My, like goodness. it's ridiculous, dude. I mean, some the pictures that they you know in their commercials looks like a beautiful campus. Oh, it's 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 all state of the art. Like it's all brand new, and it's funny. It's almost like if you if you see pictures of like the uh, uh, the what do you call it in in like Brazil, the uh, African uh, not African but the rainforest, right? Like you see pictures the and it's, yeah, the Amazon, right? It's all being like knocked down and shit. <laughs> like you see like every like thirty seconds, like four football fields are cleared. That's basically what GCU is doing in Phoenix, right? Like they yeah. they just keep expanding as they're tearing down cactus. They're, they're just building built, inside yes, the Grand Canyon, pretty much, dude. Like it's the whole the whole thing is insane. Yeah. Well, so okay. Well, let's we're gonna switch topics here. So you'd mentioned state of the art. And that kind of makes me think of state-of-the-art uniforms. So let's talk flash or class. You know, a lot of universities are switching up, you know, making these, you know, Oregon, prime example, every week a different uniform. But right. Then you have teams like Alabama, Michigan, Clemson, very traditional. Don't really switch things up very often. And when they do, get a lot of flack from the fan base. They do. So what are your thoughts? Do you, I mean, we can talk real quick because Georgia, they decided to release some alternate uniforms. And I freaking they, love they them. They actually, you know, I'm not a Georgia fan. Not either. They look good. They do. They look really good. I love the damn dog collar. Like, you can say yeah. whatever you want. I love that damn dog collar. Like, how, why did it take this long to implement that know. into a uniform? It's 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 phenomenal, Like, right? some dude was like, guys, I got it. <laughs> yeah, like, and it works. Look, as, as, as a fan of a school, an alumni of a school who only does traditional shit, uh, I love, I love the alternate uniforms. So you like when they do the purple? Oh God, I, the, the all purple is my favorite uniform, and okay. I've said that for years. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to see them do like a smoke gray with like a chrome helmet, dude. Like I, I, and you know, Dabo Sweeney, bless him, he's a great guy. Love him to death. Um, he's a traditionalist, so it's and obviously having played at Alabama, that's where it comes from, oh, right? Yeah. So that's never going to change. But to me, you got to get with the times, man. Like. Yes, I get it. Alabama, Clemson, right now the name recruits, but recruits love these alternate uniforms, man. They love seeing the different colors and the different helmets and the different shoes and the different everything. I just wish more schools would do it. Yeah, and I, you know, Oregon, they had their heyday with Joey Harrington and, and some other players like that, but you know, they really hit the map in the late 2010s yeah. when they you know revamped their uniforms. Mm-hmm. That's when you started seeing guys start going to, going to Oregon and them competing every year as yep. a top ten team. So, I mean, it definitely swings. But then you also have teams like Maryland who, you know, they're Under Armour and they try to revamp their uniforms and it really didn't, it didn't land very well. Because they put the fucking state flag on their helmets, man. <laughs> I'm just like, saying. It's, but you've got to do it with, with, with class, right? So to me, like every, every college football program in the country should have a black helmet. Every one of them. Michigan, everybody should have a black helmet. Keep the design, but it should be black. Interesting. Right? Like, you could go, like, from Michigan, right? Do, like, a, a blackout 
where you do like a, a black helmet with like I don't know chrome, you, you know the chrome like something, right? Give yeah. me something different. Give me something where I go, oh my god, that's the ugliest thing ever, but I love it. Yeah, right. Like, and that's how I felt last year with, with Notre Dame's. I, I don't know what the hell they did. Uh, it may have been for the Michigan game last year, the year before they broke out these, or maybe it was Navy. I don't remember. Uh, it, was, it was Notre Dame versus somebody. I don't know if it was Michigan or Navy, whoever. But they broke out these really ridiculous uniforms. I was like, oh my god, those are amazing. Yeah, it's always fun to see to see new stuff come out of the field, especially when it's a surprise. Yes. That's always the best part, and that was what made Oregon so interesting the last few years. Is every week it was a different yeah. combination. You de- you did not know what they were coming nope. out with till they walked out of that tunnel, and they never wore the same thing twice, and no. they still don't. I don't. Yeah, exactly. So I definitely agree. You know, having some some alternates for these traditional schools would bring in some. I mean, I don't know if you bring in more recruits for the for the upper echelon teams, right? Like Clemson and Alabama, they're going to get their guys anyway. But you know, a Penn State, you know, a Michigan, uh, you know, a USC. Who's kind of you know they've fallen off a little bit, maybe want to get back in the top of of a you know a nineteen year old's mind, eighteen year old's mind, switch it up a little bit. Like, could you imagine like you know Penn State with a black helmet? That would be amazing, and maybe not black, right? But like, I think everybody needs an alternate helmet combination. So as a Clemson guy, right, like an all black helmet with a with an orange paw, bruh, that would like, be come cool. on, that would be pretty cool. It would be. It is as the old young kids say, it'd be dope. <laughs> no, so uh, I'm trying to think of some other other schools. Uh, did you see uh, North Texas? They're like lime green that they've added into their uniforms. I mean, in all fairness, it's fucking North Texas. It's bro. North Texas, but we're but we're talking about getting recruits and trying to change sure. things up. So sure. that's what they're doing. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was pretty interesting. Looking. I don't know that you said it was this last weekend. Uh, yeah, they announced it this past weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, you said lime green. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm literally it's white, so it's all white, and then there's like lime green accents in the helmet and on the jerseys and stuff. Oh, I'm sure that's probably really good. It actually it, it looks pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of like playing NCAA 2004 and like making your own school and having your own uniforms. Sure. That's what it kind of reminded me of. When All I was- right, so yeah, I'm looking at that helmet. Like that thing is fire, isn't it? Yeah. Although I got to be honest, the helmet almost looks like a cup of coffee with like steam coming out of the top. <laughs> it's like though. a Folgers. It does. <laughs> it's <their> sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's great. So you know, and, and we talk about schools with their uniforms, right? Did you see? I think it's Coastal Carolina. Uh-huh. They made their field like a, a whatever their color is. Is it aqua or, or yeah. teal or whatever? Yeah. How do you feel about schools having different colored fields? I I wish, well, I, I mean, you know, because I'm old, right? I mean, I'm 40. I know I sound young, but I'm not. I'm old. <laughs> I got a couple of gray hairs in, in, in the facial hair. Um, I, I, you know, being a boy, like, you know, Boise forever has had the, the per- people eater mm-hmm. like that. And that field has always been phenomenal to me. Yep. Uh, and it's always given them a great home field advantage because their damn uniforms blend into the field. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I think I would, you kidding me? I would love to see Clemson with an orange field. Like you could probably see orange the, or purple orange. Okay. Because you could see it from the space station at that point. <laughs> like it, it would, would be, be bright. so bright. It would be right. <laughs> Although Tennessee couldn't do their orange because it, it would look like a big construction mess. I right? just looked like a big construction cone <laughs> from, from outer space. So they couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I have mixed, I have mixed feelings on, on the color fields. I mean, Boise is a classic, but you have like Eastern Washington, right? There's his red. You have another school that's like gray, so I mean, you get to certain colors and it just it hurts your eyes. But how do you? How can you bitch about money when you're spending all of that money on paint? You know what I mean? Like you spent all that money on paint to paint your field. I mean, a lot of them are turf. Are they now? Yeah, I think, I, know, I think Boise's is turf. Is it? Because I know at one point it was grass. I don't know if they I mean, it may not that. be anymore, but 
I'm just saying, like, no, I agree. I mean, you still got to touch it up, though, right? No, yeah. Like, I mean, I would assume. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a turf guy. <laughs> uh, but, like, it's just, it's a lot of money to spend, though. Like, you know, I assume if, if a turf field costs you $1.5 million to have a colored one, it's probably mm-hmm. two, two and a half. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money to spend for these programs that bitch about not having any money. I know. So, my, my first memory of Boise State's field, I was, this is going to, you know, put me on my age, but I was a blockbuster. What are you, like, 31? 32. Oh, shit. But I went to Blockbuster. Have, and, your, uh, have your balls dropped yet? <laughs> yeah, I was Blockbuster <laughs> and walking around. Um, so I was walking around, and they had the TV on as Boise State, and the dude that was working Blockbuster, he was not a sports guy. And I was, I was like, shocker. I was like eleven, maybe. So like, I wasn't like I was into football, but I, I didn't know everybody's sure. team and what was going on. Sure. I look at the, look at the TV. I'm like, man, what's wrong with the TV? It's like, oh yeah, I think something's wrong with the TV. It was because the blue, the field's blue. Oh. And so like later that night, I realized like, oh wait, it's like no, that's that's actually their field. So that was like that was my first time seeing Boise State's field was in a blockbuster. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. By the way, your daughter will never understand that story because you like how are you gonna tell what a blockbuster is? No, I won't. She'll be like, You mean Netflix? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I actually in my wallet I still have my blockbuster card. No, you don't. I swear to god I'll show you after the wow, show. Wow, okay. I have my blockbuster right. card. Wow. Yep. Wow. I will keep that thing forever. My sister actually lives in this in the city where the final blockbuster, the last one. Is still there in Bend. In Bend, Oregon. I lived there as a kid. Did you? I did. Yep. She's up there right now. Uh, I think they're, they've turned part of it into a, a Airbnb. They did. To get it's actually pretty cool. I'd like to do that. Hell yeah, I would. It'd be awesome. Uh, that and then um, um, the house that was used for Fresh Prince of Bel Air is doing an Airbnb as well. Really? Yep. Okay. I really like those. I mean, we're getting way off topic here, but I don't even care. Yeah, whatever. It's a um, podcast. Exactly. The Home Alone house. Yep. You know, they sold, I think it sold for a ton of money. Yeah. You've got the, a Christmas story house, which is like a museum now, I'm never pretty sure. You've never seen a Christmas story? No. Wow. No. Okay. Anyway. Is that the one where the kid shoots somebody with a he shoots baby gun? his eye. He oh, shoots okay. himself. It ricochets. That's, what, that's on TBS like 30 times during Christmas Day, right? <laughs> it's the 24 hours of Christmas okay. story. Yeah. It gets a little old. My mom, that's what she, she has to have that on, on Christmas Day. Wow. Okay. Shout out so, to mom. Yeah. Um... I won't say anything bad about your mom. No, you're good. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> your friends aren't all friends. Mom is. <laughs> we, I mean, it's fun. Like the first few times we when we watch it, right? But do you have you ever seen How Much Your Mother? Yeah. Okay. It's a great show. It, it's a great show. So you know, in the car when they're driving right. for the road trips, the song. Yeah. I would. So it's like that. You know, it, it comes around again. Oh, you start watching it in the morning, and then like after like the third time, you're like, right, I got to cut this off. And then by like the nope. evening, you're like, put it back on. A Christmas story. No. Come on, you got to watch it this year. No. Why not? I won't. What, what's your favorite Christmas movie then? Home Alone. That's a great one. It is. It's a classic. Home Alone 1 and 2 are by far my favorite Christmas movies. I can watch them on repeat. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Elf fan. Elf is... Elf is... I'm not a big Will Ferrell, <sighs> Will Ferrell guy. Will Ferrell. Um, I'm not a big fan. I, you know, most of his best movies are the ones he wasn't in. Um, <laughs> Elf was Elf is underrated though. It's, it's, it's hysterical. It's so good. Uh, I wouldn't say so. Like you're really, you're really pronouncing that S really yeah, hard because it's so good. Uh, I mean, it's it's good, right? <laughs> uh, Step Brothers, Step Brothers, uh, Talladega Nights. Uh, oh, Talladega Nights is are his favorite. are his best two as a starring role. Okay. As a starring role. Okay. As a supporting actor, uh, what do you call it? Where like he goes off to college or whatever. 
Frank old school. Tank, old school. That was the first. My wife and I just celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary yesterday. It's so good. When it hits the lips. <laughs> that was the first movie we saw on a date. So this was 2002-ish. Okay. Um, that was or 2003, whatever it was. That was the first movie we went and saw on a date together with. So it was 18 years ago or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Old school will forever be a classic. Yes. So let's get back into some cultural ball talk. Uh, game day, college game day, yep. which has been, I will say, even though they don't have the crowds behind them, it's been refreshing to see. And they've done it really well. I mean, okay. you've got a lot of news stations who are doing things remotely. Sure. Even ESPN, you know, a lot of the sports center stuff they've been doing remotely. It feels different. It feels weird. Sure. They're making it work. I understand. But game day still has that same feel, in my opinion. Right. The segments are doing, the topics are talking about, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to have that back. Okay. I do have a problem with what's happening this week, though. And if they can explain it and they have a, you know, a justifiable reason as to why they're doing it, fine. But they're covering Miami for the second straight week. Last week they did Miami-Louisville. This week they're doing Miami-Florida State. Okay. I understand Florida State and Miami are a big rival. But you have the SEC starting back this week. Okay, but what SEC games are this week, though? Now, if we're, if we're talking about rank matchups, you have Auburn and Kentucky. Okay. Now, we can have the argument whether or not Kentucky is a top 25 team They're all not. day long. I don't think they are either, but regardless, right now, they are. That's the big game this week, especially because they're starting the season. Now, there are rumors that it's because, you know, they're trying to limit travel sure. for Kerr Street and sure. them, so that way they're not having to go because of the coronavirus. But And if that's the case, are we going to miss a lot of matchups from game day? Because ABC, ESPN, they don't have the rights to the big time SEC games. That's CBS. So, I mean, when you look at it, the ranked-on-ranked matchups this week, right, there's only three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at Army-Cincinnati. They're not going to that one. No. I can tell you that now. <laughs> no. uh, Louisville-Pittsburgh, and then Auburn-Kentucky. I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, when you look at some of these matchups, like, you know, nobody cares about Florida Ole Miss. Nobody cares about Notre Dame-Wake Forest. Uh, honestly, I don't think anybody gives a shit about Kentucky Auburn. If we're being honest, they might not. Um, but it's just the fact. The fact of it is, is that this is the first week of the SEC. Yeah, but who people cares? tout but people tout them as the the best conference, the most important conference. You know, ESPN usually rides them pretty hard. Those same people also marry their sisters, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't care. You know, our Georgia and Arkansas, like. Are you going to watch an Arkansas team that went zero and forty last year? No. Like, yeah. But that, the, but the point is, so so you're saying, are you saying that you agree and then you're fine with them being at Florida State? I'm Miami? fine with it because it is a rivalry game. Like those two teams hate each other, right? So, like when, when you look at the the like nothing jumps off the page when you look at, at at all of this. Nothing jumps off the page as far as SEC games, right? They just they just don't. Uh, so for me, when, when there's not, when there's a week like this and there's always weeks like this in college football season, yep. when nothing jumps off the page where you're like, Nope, I don't have to be there. Like hell does he, Alabama even play this week? I don't think they do. I think Alabama is still off this week. <laughs> uh, so like with that said, like they just don't, because nothing jumps off the page, go with the biggest rivalry of the week. And that is Florida state, Miami, like Florida state might be trash in, in Miami's, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're two and two or two and oh, I should say. Um, and, and I don't know that they jump off the page at anybody, but it's a big rivalry game. I mean, it is. But like I said, you just mentioned it. Florida State is trash this season. Mm-hmm. They lost to a, a rebuilding Georgia Tech team Yep, who got demolished by UCF this yep. past week. Miami, who I think is just faking until they make it. Sure. Until they you see know, they Clemson get, Their quarterback is, is, a, is an athlete, but until they play an actual team, 
they're faking it until they make it. So I just, you know, you've been hyping up the SEC coming back. I don't understand why you don't take advantage of a top 25 matchup, even if we don't think it's a true top 25 matchup. By the rankings, it is. It's the start of their season. Why aren't you taking advantage of that? So I want you to keep the same energy, though, right? And by the way, Alabama does play. They played Missouri this weekend. Okay. That's I want why you to keep, I want you to keep, yeah, right. <laughs> I want you to keep the same energy when October 17th and October 24th, okay. game day features Alabama back to back weeks. Who are they playing? Georgia and Tennessee. Okay. Now we need to look at the Big Ten schedule come that time. Are, are they even back that week? You said it's October, right? Yep. October what? 17th and 24th. So the 24th would be the first week back. Okay. For the for the Big Ten. So, like, let's go look at oh, – I, I don't even know how to spell Big Ten. Uh, T-R-A-S-H. <laughs> oh, there it is. Found it. <laughs> um, all right. So, like, Nebraska – like, yeah, okay. So, Nebraska, Ohio State on the 24th. Um, let's see. Who else you got? Uh, la, 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 You've got Nebraska State. you got um, – Minnesota, Michigan, that's not going to be one. Nope. Rutgers, Michigan State now. That could, it might you know, be. State. Yeah, I mean, so no, I'm, I see your point. There are no good games. And if they go back-to-back, and I'm fine with that, if it's the right matchup. So uh, for, from a college, like, p- take your SEC Homer hat off for a minute, which is okay. crazy that you're wearing I'm, I'm, I'm taking it off. Okay. Off. Um, now use it as toilet paper. Um, that aside, are you going to tell me that you look at this you look at the games this week and take the rankings away that Florida State, Miami is not – like, if you just saw a name, right? Because that – I mean, if we're being honest, game day is all about name recognition. Like that's, that's all it's ever been about. You're going to tell me that that Miami, Florida State, you take the records aside, you take the rankings off, that on face value, Florida State, Miami is not a better rivalry game than anything the SEC is playing this week. But uh, – uh, uh, Answer the question. It's a, but it's a, yeah, it's a no. trick question because not. this season is so much different than any other season. Right. If this was last year, then yes. Last but, year, the game would have been a hell no. But, I, but the point is, is I'm saying circumstances, if this was last year, I would agree with you. But this year, because everything is so different and the SEC has been off for two weeks and they're coming back this week with a ranked matchup, regardless if you believe the rankings or not, I feel like that should be the marquee game. But why? Because because you have two SEC ranked teams? Again, you on didn't top have, of you're, not pl- you're on top not, of them kicking the season off. But you're not answering my question. My question very specifically said take the rankings away, take the take the win-loss records away. You have the teams on face value. Would you normally give a shit about Kentucky Auburn? Normally no. Right. Thank you. Right, so if somebody said to you on any given year, I don't care what the year is, are you going to watch Auburn, Kentucky? You're going to watch Florida State, Miami. What's your answer? <laughs> got to give. No, no, no. Got to be context. No, there doesn't have to be context for face value, right? It, it just for shits and giggles, right? You take the you're rankings just, you're away. You're just trying to paint me in a corner here. Well, because Jeff. you know I'm right. No. <laughs> like it's okay to admit that every now and no, then. Your life will be happier. You are right if you take away circumstance. But given what is happening this season and the fact that the SEC is starting two weeks behind everybody, then, no, I would say I want to see them feature an SEC team because they are starting. You but don't You don't think that Alabama is going to – I'm a Big Ten fan. I could care less about the You SEC. don't think that Alabama is going to be all over game day? Probably, yes. They will be. I mean, but if you're going to go with an SEC team, at least go with Georgia-Arkansas. Okay, that's fine. You can go with whoever it is. I was saying Auburn – and Kentucky, but you want to talk about context, right? So context, great. Let's talk oh, about God. context. 
No, no, no. You brought this up, so okay. let's talk about context, hit me with right? It. Hit me with it. So context is what? Where is Kentucky ranked right now? Uh, I think like 23. 24th. 24th, right? Okay. So when you add in all of the Big Ten teams back into this bitch, and you add everybody else who was kicked out of it, is Kentucky ranked this week? No. But, no, they're not. There's but your that's context. Not, but that's Case not, rest. That's not in October. That's right now. It doesn't matter. Again, Conte- I will, you I will said change. you wanted context. That's fine. Context is they would not be ranked if everybody else had been playing. Okay, I'll, I will change my argument to the fact that it could be any SEC team, any SEC team this week. I would be happier with because of what's happening this season and the fact that they have not played a game. This is their technical, technically their kickoff. Like I, I could understand if this was week thirteen and they hadn't featured an SEC team at all. But we both know that that game day is going to be at SEC schools damn near every week moving forward. More than likely. Uh, except for October 24th. They will absolutely be, whether, I, I don't know if the game's at the Horseshoe or in Nebraska, they will be at one of those two places October 24th. Yeah, with everything. That, but again, they wouldn't be on a normal season, but because of everything well, happened this year. But in normal season, they wouldn't be kicking off October 24th either. Okay, but why, the, why those two schools? Because those two schools are the reasons the Big Ten are going exactly, to be Exactly, because yeah. this season is so different. That's the point. Like you just made my point for no, me. No, you don't even know what point you're making. <laughs> yes, I do. Because you keep saying put context I, into you, it. Well, context look, is yeah. Kentucky wouldn't be You were be giving a little smirk, and I could no, tell you were like, "Wait fun. a minute, wait I a minute." I fucking miss this, dude. This I, is so much fun. <laughs> I don't give a shit if anybody enjoys watching, listening to this or not. No, like I said, if this was any other season, I would be right there in your corner. Because one, I'm not like I like watching SEC football, but that's not my conference. So why would I fight for a conference that you I? You are care fighting less about? for the conference, though. That I, I that's what, the point I'm making is that why would I if I don't like them? The point I'm making is is that because of what's happening this season, I can agree with them being at an SEC school, regardless of the team matchup. That is, I'm just saying it shouldn't be Miami again for a second straight week. Why shouldn't it? In a pandemic, when Oh, the SEC, fuck. when the Come SEC on. is starting two weeks behind people, they should be a featured matchup this week for game day. They the absolutely rest of my case. should be, especially in a pandemic. What? That, especially independent. That's why they're there. That's why they're there. <laughs> like that's context. That's exactly why they're there. Well, well see wow, now you over here breaking man, shit, slinging stuff, right? Man, heated. So I, I do. So real quick before we're gonna start wrapping this stuff up. Um, I want to hear y'all's opinions on this. We're going to start trying to implement new segments. Like I said, we're, we're still getting this figured out, so bear with us. And thank you for bearing with us if you're still listening to this, this episode after that giant rant. Um, <laughs> so I do appreciate it. But we're trying to start making some new stuff, and I would love to get a, a vote from people, if you know, comment and, and shout us out on social media. Like a Jeff rant every week. Uh, just an angry, an angry Jeff rant. Just something See, that just not... a Peter Griffin grind my gears type oh my of God. type of rant. Did you just fucking compare me to Peter Griffin? No, not you. Just the segment. I, I mean, is he ever angry? I mean, grinds his gears. I, okay, <laughs> that sounds really weird. It's like a Joe Biden thing to say. Uh, oh, um, I, I, I will. I t- I've already told you. I will happily do it in an angry segment. Uh, although you know, I've been accused of being angry or sounding angry a lot when that's I'm really not, exactly. when I'm not, but that's what makes it so much more fun. If you would like me to do it, man, I will do it. All right. We're, we're, we're going to get that in the works. Right. So yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening today. Uh, a lot of fun talking to Jeff. Yeah, man. Was, uh, this is the, I think this is, I mean, this is the third episode. This is the first time that Monday. we actually like that we've gotten. Yes. On schedule. And on schedule. Yep. Um, but this is the first time that we've actually like disagreed because I mean, the last two weeks, agree. no, I know, but the last two weeks, you know, it was pretty tame. You know, we yeah. were kind of on the same page for most of the stuff, and today 
we got into it. Yeah, I mean, you were wrong today. It's, it's okay. Yeah, it happens. I mean, let the we'll let the people vote on that one. Because I, I don't know. I think I think I'm right. And we're an SEC country, so they're going to back me up. <laughs> As he takes a sip of water. <laughs> water tastes really good. <laughs> so anyway, this will be a, a weekly thing as yes. always, and uh, hopefully some good matchups. Any any games you're looking forward to this weekend? Uh, Florida State Miami. Okay. <laughs> I was about, I was going to beat you too. I was going to say uh, Auburn Kentucky. I'm actually looking forward to Georgia Arkansas to be honest with you. Um, okay. Just I mean you know when you've got your former offensive line coach now at head coach at, and of course I've forgotten his name. Uh, but what's his name left UGA last year to take over at Arkansas. Uh, that'll be really interesting to me. Uh, it'll be, you know, UGA's uh, f- famously one of those programs that has all of the players and all of the tools and can never get it done. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be the year that that changes? And, and I don't know that we're going to learn anything about them, you know, Saturday when they go to Arkansas, but uh, it'll be good to see them back out there. Uh, I'm interested in seeing Alabama. Uh, because I think that's a team where right now a lot of people are giving a lot of Clemson love. They're giving Ohio State a lot of love. While Alabama's sitting there still really – and they just – they just by the way, they just named Mac Jones a starter uh, for this week. So, um, you know, what do they have? Are they going to have all the pieces? Can they put it together? So I think that as we enter week three here, there's a lot of storylines that are going to start coming together here really soon. It shows you the standard that Alabama has set for themselves when they were so dominant for so long, when they have a season where they lose, what, two games? Yeah. That people are like, oh, Alabama's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like – you know, they're just so much further above everyone when it comes to expectation. Oh, no question. And before we go, remember, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at HittingTGap. Jeff, what's yours? You can find me on Twitter as well, at JBenSports. And you can find me at JRansomTV. And also, we have a website launching. You can listen to all our stuff on there, every link to any place you could possibly want to listen to us, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Pocket Cast, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Anchor, all of them. We got them there for you. I know a lot of these are unknown places, but we're there. I mean, you should go ahead and just bookmark the fucking page anyway. Exactly. So listen to us. Give us some feedback. Love to hear from you. Give us some uh, thoughts on topics you want to hear going forward, and we'll see you next time on Hitting the Gap.